Hello and welcome to the Sandro Forte podcast. Over the many years I've been running a business, I've met many, many successful people, entrepreneurs, sports stars, celebrities, and dare I say, even royalty. So what makes a person successful? Do we know what success is? And the all-important question, can we create success for ourselves? This podcast series invites a diverse group of people to share their insights, their wisdom, and the things they've learned along the way. David Ox is co-founder of Ocean Holidays Group, which has a strong focus on the US travel market being the largest operator of Florida holidays from Europe without its own airline. He's also director and co-founder of Ocean's luxury travel division, Winged Boots. Winged Boots is the fastest growing arm of the organization and taps into the desire for a concierge type offering of some of the world's most glamorous destinations. Winged Boots are now branching out into magazines and events and are built on some of the celebrity connections David has established in his time at the helm of the organisation. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome my guest today, David Ox. David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. Good to be here. Uh, so, firstly, after that introduction, uh, do you have to, you know, do you plan to have your own airline anytime soon? <laughs> um, believe it or not, it's something that we have discussed, um, but we're a little a little way away from that at the moment. Especially... I wasn't expecting you to say yes to that. was a kind of <laughs> flippant question. <laughs> well, listen, all the uh, listen, all the recent press right now surrounding Boeing 737 MAX, uh, you know, it's uh, that's another level when you start chartering your own aircraft and that comes with a whole raft of additional problems. But yeah, this is something seriously we've considered. I mean, um, you know about our business, but your listeners probably don't. We, we operate three main brands. And... I'm a dedicated client. You are you indeed. Know. Very dedicated. And uh, we operate three main brands. And one of those brands is a company called Ocean Florida. And it is the biggest Florida specialist in Europe without an aircraft. So when you talk about, are we going to start our own airline? Yeah, the next logical step would be to put on our own airline to Florida. Um, but like I said, that comes with a whole raft of problems. Um and uh, we're not quite at that level and we don't quite we're we're a little bit risk averse when it comes to taking mm. on that challenge but definitely that's something we have to consider for our business wow. for sure okay so going back then right to the beginning mm. uh four young men because that's yes. what you are uh yeah. how did you get into your business and why because it's you and dan yeah and george and harry yes. uh, so you've all done super well but but it wasn't easy was it at the no, beginning so would you just tell us about how it all started of course literally we started from scratch none of us had any experience in travel which is you're going to find that quite amazing to go and start a business like that we six of us started the business and we started selling holidays on teletext um the old-fashioned way and we uh, my father, who's a property developer, he had a building which he lent us the first year, uh, loan-free, rent-free, uh, and that got us on our way. We started selling holidays on Teletext. That was 15 years ago. Uh, since then, um, the business has grown. Um, we now operate three major brands, Ocean Florida, uh, which is, a, like I said, it's a direct sell Florida business. We've got a call centre, 50 reservation staff, literally getting through 12 uh, around 10 to 12,000 leads a month it's a um a lead gem website business and um 
yeah, we're one of the biggest in Europe without an aircraft, and and that is a mass market brand. Um, we're sending around forty thousand passengers a year over to Florida. The second part is a wholesale division, which is called Ocean Beds. We have an office in Orlando. We've got twenty five staff on the ground out there, and we supply all the homes and villas in the Orlando area to most of the major tour operators in the UK and Europe wide. So we supply all the homes and villas to BA Holidays, Expedia, Tui, Thomas Cook, all those guys uh, buy their homes and villas. We're the guys that are underpinning all of that when you book through one of those big mm. tour operators. And then the, finally, the third part of the business, which is sort of my baby, if you like, is the Wing Boots brand. And that is the business where all of our clients come to us through word of mouth, repeat, recommendation, networking. And we look after um, high net worth individuals, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, businessmen. We do all the travel for international travel for West Ham, Jacksonville Jaguars, Matchroom Sport. We do a lot of film and TV work, cast and the crew. So recently we've just done uh, the Real Marigold Hotel and the Crown. So it's quite a diverse um, setup in in Wing Boots. It's a global worldwide business. And we've got a team of 22 that are managing around a thousand individual clients, whether it be leisure or corporate. So we've got three very unique businesses and uh, and the business has gone from strength to strength like I said we started 15 years ago four of uh, six of us just selling holidays on teletext and that business has grown into uh, a 65 million turnover business with 200 staff um, BDO brought a report out last year and we are at the top 50 atoll holders in the UK we are the fourth fastest growing atoll and I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think we're one of only three in the top 20 that are privately owned fully. So uh, we own the business four ways, me, my brother and Harry and George. Wow. So, yeah, and just think- to explain, Atoll is not a peninsula in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> this is, you know, this is your kind of governing body, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. That's the government regulator. So um, they bond us on the number of passengers we carry. So when I say that we're the full fastest growing, it's based on the number of passengers that we're carrying every year mm. that we're bonded for. Um, so yeah, so things are going from strength and to strength. And anyone listening, I have to say, get hold of a copy of your Wing Boots brochure. It's pretty impressive because even if you can't afford to go to some of these places, it's still nice to look at them. <laughs> it's a good table fodder, exactly. So one of the things I need to ask you, David, is that um, I know because of our, our friendship, we go back a long way. Mm. It's it there, there was a bit of a bump in in the road, wasn't there, on this journey of success? Because a lot of people listening go, well, hang on a minute. So there there we are. A few guys selling a few holidays on Teletext, if they even know what Teletext is. Um, and then, it, it, but it didn't grow in a straight line, did it? It's not just been Absolutely supersonic not. success yeah. over 15 years. Not at all. We don't come from a travel background. We got into this business from the start. Um, so we have learned the hard way. And um, what you're referring to happened six years ago was an event. Um, And that was an individual who was a shareholder in the business who happened to be the financial controller. Um, And one day he got up and walked out of the business, never to be seen again. And uh, this was on a Friday afternoon. When we looked into the accounts, we found a three and a half million black hole in those accounts, which was obviously a bit of a shock, as you can imagine. So... um, over that weekend, we we literally went through everything from start to finish, and uh, we were pretty much dead and buried. We, were, I would say, we were an insolvent business. Um, but what happened was we were able to restructure the company very, very quickly. Um, we had a website which we'd built up over the previous five to six years, which was valued at two million pounds. We sold that in three days flat for four hundred and fifty grand. Uh, we managed to get a one point two million loan. Um, 
And when we actually went through the accounts, that was the easy part because when we actually went through the business, we think we were losing a million pounds a year. The business was being mismanaged and it was being covered up by this individual who we trusted fully because we worked on the sales side and marketing and we trusted this guy to, to run our business financially for us um, to the detriment of us, obviously. Um, and we were very lucky. We had some fantastic people that supported us along the journey. The people that we were bonded by stepped in, really helped us out. Um, a lot of personal friends of ours um, all pulled their weight and uh, and we got through the other side. But, you know, we had to make 30 people redundant. We restructured the business. And, and like I said, we sold off part of the business, which, you know, we just had to get cash in at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, I mean, the business dropped to sort of 50 staff and 12 million turnover and potentially losing a million pounds a year. The very next year, we were able to turn a profit of 350 grand. So we were on our way um, within five. We had a plan, a five year plan. Well, we actually achieved that plan in just under five years we managed to pay back all of that three and a half million pounds we turned the business around and over the last five years we've probably gone from losing a million pound a year to to making probably going to be close to over two well around the two million pound mm. mark uh, and like i said 65 million turnover 200 staff it's been a real phoenix from the flames story and uh you know looking back people might say i can't believe someone's done that to you but in hindsight I, I sort of half blame myself because really I should have been delving into the numbers. I should have taken a more active uh, role in actually looking at the accounts and being involved in the day-to-day -day running of the, the financial numbers and stuff like that, which obviously we are now. Um, but we learned the hard way uh, and I hope no one else has to go through that because one minute, you know, you think you're flying along in business and it's all going well. And then the next minute you're literally about to lose everything, your house, the lot. And, you know, I was, what, 34, 35, and I'm thinking I've got to start all over again. It's not a nice feeling. Um, and you feel like you let people down as well. You, you know, I had a lot of clients, a lot of friends that book holidays with us, and, you know, straight away my mind is going to the fact that I've got people that have got holidays and money invested with us, and that could all go. So, uh, you know, you don't want to let these people down. So it was a real terrible time for us, uh, but we managed to come through the other side, and, and as a result, as the four of us are much stronger and much closer as a result of that. So sometimes a lot of good comes out of a lot of bad. And that was definitely one of those situations. And I think what times. I'm hearing is that, you know, that that decisive action that you took when lots of other people, you know, when confronted with that kind of, well, I mean, it's it's even bigger than a problem. I mean, it was potentially catastrophic. It was the end, wasn't it? Yeah, but absolutely. you took decisive action, you know, four guys with no travel experience mm. and, and with respect, not a great deal of business experience Correct. at that time, putting your trust in certain people to do a certain job, yeah. faced with oblivion and then, you know, turn it around in such a short space of time. Yeah. Purely and simply because you were determined to do something about it. Absolutely. And someone actually said to us who helped us at the time, very influential chap, um, he said, you guys have basically done an MBA in three months uh, in business. He said, mm. that's that's what you've gone through. Um, so, and it stands in good stead, obviously, for the future. Very but, philosophical. Yeah. So with, I guess, with technology changing now, you know, social mm. media, access to holidays and flights becoming so accessible. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I suppose all these stories we hear about, you know, plane airplane companies going out of business. Mm. Does that present 
bigger challenges to you or do, or do you see those as opportunities? Um, both. I mean, we, like I said, we run three very, very different businesses. Um, on the one hand, you've got um, Ocean Florida, which is a very, very technology driven business. Um, we have 25 full time developers constantly looking at our technology. We, we are a tech company in a way. And a lot of the big online travel businesses you will read, if you go into company's house, they're not travel businesses. They're actually described as technology businesses. And the Ocean Florida brand very much sits in that sphere. Um, we're very heavy on the technology spend. Um, uh, we definitely see our CRM as state of the art. No one else has really got what we've got out there. Um, I mean, it, it won't surprise. It will surprise a lot of people to hear that we are handling up to 200 live leads in our call center at any one time, and we're building bespoke itineraries. You know, so it. It, it, it's a lot going on. Right? So we're investing heavily in tech for Ocean Florida. And then completely at the opposite end of the scale, you've got Wing Boots. And their technology, their CRM system is a black book which sits on their desks of the sales guys. It's completely relationship driven. Mm. Um, and, you know, people say, oh, you must be terrified of the fact that technology is, you know, it's going to push you out of the market, so to speak, for that luxury high end. But not at all. We're finding completely the opposite. We're finding that people are actually coming full circle. They want that hands-on approach. They want that um, that hand-holding, that, that level of high-level service. I'm not, it's just like when you have a bespoke suit made, you're coming to us to, to create an itinerary for you. And the holidays that we sell are priced at anywhere from sort of 10 to in the hundreds of thousands of pounds. Now, why would you trust yourself to go online and press a few buttons and book a, a holiday of that value? You don't go into a car dealership and spend 50k on a car and not deal with something. You don't book it online, do you? You go and deal with someone mm. face to face. And why would travel be any different? It's a, it's a big spend of your of your uh, net income. So, yeah, we're doing that. That part of our business is also doing very well for other reasons. Mm. The, the people thing is an interesting one because obviously I know your business well because I'm mm. a a customer and have been for quite a long time and I can attest to the fact that even on a Saturday morning you can pick up the phone and speak to somebody. <laughs> so despite the fact you've got technology underpinning what you do, yes. it's very much a people business, isn't it? And if for you sure. go to your offices in Romford, yeah. w- walk in the door and they are, they are impressive. I have to say, That's very uh, everything from the table tennis table. <laughs> I, I'm surprised you get anyone to do any work, frankly. But um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested about that. This the, the investment in your people because you've got a really good bunch of uh, of individuals working with you. <laughs> what is it about your? You know, you've got you've created an environment, haven't you? To mm. I think bring the best out of people. Most definitely. I mean, we are a people business. Make no mistake. So we're investing in our staff all the time. So that means new offices. So as you see, we we spent a hell of a lot of time, money and effort designing those offices. So they're Google-esque, if you like. And uh, it's a great space to work. At the end of the day, I want to walk into a nice office space every day. I'm working 11, 12 hours a day in that office. I want to walk into a nice office and and everyone else does. We invest very heavily in our staff, whether it be training. All All of our staff have got private medical health care, share options, obviously a pension, which is standard now um, but there's lots of social events outside of work um, we've got a big budget for you know summer party Christmas party all of our staff get to travel educationals that are all fully paid for um, so you know we invest in our staff heavily without them we are no business so mm. uh, we put a massive massive emphasis on that and uh, you know it's standing us in good stead and the deal with um, I'm interested to know a little bit more about the deal with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars which you've yeah. mentioned already mm. um, do you do you see a lot more of that kind of thing going on in sport uh, do you see sport and holidays crossing over particularly US sport with the UK because that's clearly something you're 
moving towards. Yeah, possibly. The, uh, well, the Jags, um, the Jags deal sort of just uh, sits quite nicely within our business because obviously they're the largest NFL team in Florida, and we're a big Florida specialist. And then so what happens is um, we've got the publicity for our Ocean Florida brand through the Jags, um, but also Wing Boots um, steps in and and underpins all their travel and their logistics when they come over to play at Wembley. Um, so it works both. It works really well for both sides of our business, um, but you know, we have several partnerships ongoing. So obviously, we we've got a partnership with West Ham. Uh, we have a partnership with Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we've just recently signed a partnership with Silverstone and uh, and the British Racing uh, Drivers Club. So we're going to be doing a lot in motorsport um, because a lot of our clients they. You know they're looking for experiences, and they definitely tend to centre around sport. Um, so it, you know, it ties in really nicely with the whole travel prospect as mm. well. How do you how do you stay ahead? I mean, in an ever changing <laughs> world, how do you keep reinventing yourself? Because you have to do that, don't you? Yeah. Well, we we you know we're quite a young company, and uh, we we very much empower our staff to make decisions. Um, you know, we. If we like something, if we like an idea and we think there's value to it, generally we'll go for it. We uh, we make decisions very quick. There's no red tape within our business. You know, the four of us will sit around the table and if we like the idea and it's all based on a consensus, uh, you know, the other guys are pitching in on wing boots, even though I head it up. Um, if I don't like something and the three of them like something, um, we will go with a consensus even if I don't like it um, so we're constantly making decisions looking at new prospects new ideas we're quite agile um, so yeah it's it, there are echoes it's, of Barry Hearn in what you've just said I know you <laughs> well, know him quite well Barry's don't you so. good, well, Barry's known me since I was a young boy so um, yeah they're obviously a very uh, a very good client and friend of ours most importantly and uh, you know he's quite an aspirational guy you know, he's been there and done it and seen it. And uh, very much like they, they take a lot of punts on different sports and, and different things. And some some you win on, some you lose. But if you win on more than you lose, then you're going to be in front, aren't you? Mm. If you don't do anything, you're not going to end up anywhere. That's yeah. the key to it all. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got to ask you, I mean, you can't have a conversation with a, a someone that runs a travel business and not ask... Where's the best place you've ever been? And I know that's the $64 million question. You're not comparing apples with apples. But if you had to keep going back to the same place every year for the rest of your life, where would it be? Different places for different reasons. Um, Well, you can give me two uh, or three if you like. I I got engaged at Sandy Lane in Barbados. So that place obviously holds, you know, quite a special Friends and family deal, obviously. Yeah, of course, (laughs) of course. And uh, no, we're going back in June. So we're having a little holiday there. So looking forward to that. But there, I mean, literally, there's so many great places for different reasons. We're, We're off to Italy. We've not done much in Italy before. So we've got a wedding in Lake Como and we're off to Portofino after. So looking forward to that as well. And for people looking for great places to go, any anything else that they should be considering? The Maldives is very much a hotspot and something you're going to know about in about a week's time. So uh, I have my honeymoon uh, and on, on an island called Re- One and Only Riti Ra, which is definitely top five. Uh, absolutely amazing. And obviously you're going to be there in two weeks. You'll find out what that's all about. But Maldives is very much a hotspot at the moment. Definitely on the up again. So uh, yeah, people are looking out for that. And you have a you have a lovely facility at the O2 as well, don't we you? Do. We do. So Which have... you, I mean, you invest a lot of money. Again, you you treat your guests, clients. Um, you know, that's that's a big investment that you make. Definitely. So one of the USPs of Wing Boots is that, um, like I said to you at the start. 
we don't have an online marketing budget for Wing Boots. Our clients are all recommended to us. Uh, they're repeat guests or um, they're found through networking. And we obviously own a suite at the O2, 20-man suite. So we do a lot of networking there. A lot of our clients get complimentary tickets to events. Uh, we also host a series of intimate dinners throughout the year where our clients get to meet each other, meet the staff. Um, they get to bring potential uh, clients along, friends, colleagues. So that's how we like to meet our clients. It's, it's a personal service at the end of the day. And, and that is our marketing budget, our events program. And it's been very successful for us. Mm. What do you see as the future of travel? I mean, we've talked about the challenges and opportunities that come from technology and social media. Um, fundamentally, yeah. you are and will remain a face-to-face, -face, interactive personable yeah. business but where do you see travel going because we hear all these the 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 key words the key word right now in travel is personalization um and that can be mass market and that can also be luxury um so uh you're going to see travel that's more and more and more tailored to people's specific needs whether that revolves around culture food spa health and well-being um you're going to find that when you go onto a website and you search for a holiday, you're not going to be so looking towards destination. You're going to be looking for your interests and then they're going to populate the destinations with those interests that you specifically have. Your travel's becoming more and more personalised and, and that is the future of, of travel at the end of the day. That's where it's going. How do you deal with, because you, you know, you're a very successful businessman, as are your uh, your co-directors, do you, do you have a view on... What makes a successful business? And um, what, what do you put your success down to, apart from the ability to deal with challenges decisively? What, what are the other buzzwords or the, tips that we should be thinking about? Well, I like to think that I work a little bit harder than the rest of the competition. Um, it's funny enough, taking it from Barry Hearn again, he said, if you start at eight o'clock in the morning and you finish at seven o'clock, you're 15 to 20% more efficient than anyone else. And uh, I couldn't agree more. I, um, you know, uh, I'm very disciplined, focused. Uh, I'm up at half five every day. I'm in the gym by half six every morning. I'm at my desk by eight. And uh, I generally don't leave work until sort of half six, seven o'clock. So I get a good days in and, and it's generally lunch at my desk. Now, I wouldn't say that's right for everyone. Everyone operates in a different way. Um, but that works well for me. And um, yeah, primarily it's hard work and passion for what you do. I absolutely love what I do. I feel blessed. Every day I wake up, I look forward to going into work. You know, um, I'm not dreading going into the office. You know, we get to deal with some amazing people from different backgrounds, sports, celebrity, finance, insurance, you know, well, they're a bit boring in insurance, but um, all different backgrounds. And no day's ever the same. You know, we, we could be walking in tomorrow booking, we're booking a stag for a very well-known England footballer at the moment. And, um, you know, it's it's a joy to be able to go, to be given carte blanche and put something together for them, which is, you know, is going to wow them. Um, so we just don't know what we're going to walk into every day. And, and that's, a, that's in a great place to be. You know, we're very, very blessed. So, yeah, it's the passion and the hard work and, and the rest is easy after that. It's interesting because you took the words out of my mouth. My next point was going to be around passion. You, you are clearly very passionate about what you do, as, as are the other guys as mm, well. They are. You know, you can hear it in what they say. You can see it in your faces. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that rubs off because um, the kind of the team spirit that you've got in the business mm. is, a, is a big factor, I know, in your success. But then conversely, David, how do you deal with, you know, challenges? I don't necessarily mean the, the one that you've experienced a few years ago, but, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff. 
issues with staff, um, people letting you down, you know, all the stuff that tends to get in the way of most people's journey towards a particular outcome. Have you got a, have you got a process? Have you got a philosophy? Listen, you have to empower your staff. Um, you have to let them, give them the power to make decisions. You can't keep micromanaging these people and telling them what to do day in, day out, because when you get to a business of 150, 200 staff, you just, it's just going to get lost. Mm. You, you, you blow, your brains will just blow up. You just can't manage that number of people. And that, if, sorry to interrupt, but that's mm. a really interesting and very philosophical view based on the fact that you have a bad experience. It's a bit like, to use an analogy, analogy it's a bit like getting divorced, having a bad experience, <laughs> and then saying, that's it, I'm never getting married again. Yeah. You could be easily forgiven for saying, you know what, I am going to micromanage this business because we don't want to make the same mistakes of the past. But you kind of... I, from what I'm hearing, you believe that the way you ran the business before putting your trust in people was the right approach. Definitely. Um, and the fact that you fell off that bike, so to speak. You, yeah. You can't you, let one person um, skew your view for the rest of your life. Otherwise, you just you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. I mean, recently, I had a, uh, one of my managers come to me and say, um, we've got a member of staff who wants to go part time, but it's not a part time role. It's a full time role. Um but we really like her. We don't want to lose her. And she said, what do you want me to do? And I went, well, why are you asking me? You're a manager. You know, you're running the department. You, what, what do you want to do? I went, you tell me what you want to do. Because, and I'll support you 100%. I can't keep making the decisions for all these people all the time because you just, you just get lost. Mm. Um, and that's just a prime example. And that was literally just the other day. Um, and, you know, she went off, she was pleased. She walked out of the room with a smile on her face. Cause she's like, yeah, I am a manager. I'm making the decisions and you have to empower these people. It's a big thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, look, they're not going to get it right all the time. Like we don't, none no. of us get it right. But as long as you get the majority of the decisions right, you'll mm. be in front every time. So what's next for the business? I mean, are you, gonna, are you planning to conquer the world anytime soon? Or, you know, have you got um, um, a plan to venture into, you know, a different sphere of travel? Or are you just going to keep doing what you're doing and grow yeah, the business? Like we've got three very unique businesses that are all growing uh, very nicely at the moment. Um, the mass market, Florida, the high end uh, luxury, and then you've got the wholesale business. Um, and they're all growing quite nicely and we've still got buckets of headroom in all three of those parts of those business um so while while we're doing what we're doing we're going to carry on doing that and and see where it goes we have got a plan a three to five year plan uh, with an exit strategy um and there is a number in the back of our minds um but whether that happens in three to five years, whether it takes 10 years, who knows? We're still relatively young men and we're still enjoying what we do. And we're still working hard. So why would we change any of that? Mm. Good for you. So uh, one, of the, one of the things that we always ask our guests, David, if you know this um, or, or you don't, it's rather irrelevant. Let me tell you anyway. Mm. Um, the, the one thing that we like to try and do is to try and get a flavour, sense of everything that we've been chatting about. And thank you for sharing um, so much valuable stuff. Mm. And the question really is quite simple. If you were having a conversation with a younger version of yourself, <laughs> with all that amazing experience that you've now got from yeah. lots of success and a bit of, you know, we'll use the word failure, but the bumps along the way, mm. what one single piece of advice, if you could kind of encapsulate that in a few words, a couple of paragraphs, would you give to that younger version of David Ox? Um, well, in two words, I'd say slow down. Uh, take your time. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. I, you know, I thought we'd conquer the world within five years, and it doesn't. Life's not like that. It doesn't work that way. It takes time. It takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of patience. It 
to build the experience to build a business of that size um it doesn't happen overnight rome wasn't built in a day and it re- and you don't know that when you're 21 22 23 um you think you can conquer the world there and then um, but it does take time just have patience and uh, with passion and hard work you will get there no question brilliantly said so how do we find out more about you your business if people want to book online holidays phone you up social media, anything like now is your opportunity to tell people how they get hold of you because I'm sure you'll be inundated with requests for your brochure. <laughs> I wish I'd never said that now. Um, and, you know, just access to uh, Wing Boots, Ocean Holidays and everything else yeah. you do. If you want to get in touch with us, um, the best place to go is to our website, www.wingedboots.co.uk or you can get me on my email, which is very straightforward, david at wingedboots.co.uk. A lot of time, happy to help a lot of time and thought went into that one. <laughs> the simpler, the better, though. Absolutely. The simpler, the better. We want people to remember it. Well, all I can say in, in concluding is, um, you know, not just to a terrific guy, but clearly somebody that's been very very successful in business to you and all your uh, your co-directors um, who I know work equally hard and are I equally do. passionate um, you know this I know isn't about you you'd be the first to say that it's about no. the collective And uh, but I will take this opportunity on behalf of everyone listening to continue wishing you success with everything you're doing because certainly from my own experience just as a customer and also as somebody that's been a beneficiary of your very kind hospitality as you have mine I have to Absolutely. say just to balance the books um, <laughs> it, it's brilliant to see good guys doing well and I'm, I appreciate when I, I use the, Thanks, the, the word guys could include yeah, women no, in that one it's very much a foursome absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, sorry we never really spoke about that but um that's what makes our business quite unique. There's four of us with very, very different skill sets, and that's why it works so well. Really does. And do you do you have any particular challenges dealing with partnerships? Because they are they are tough. Yeah, it's very tough. There's days where you want to strangle your business partner, but um, uh, you get there in the end because you've got the same common goal, um, and that's what keeps. I won't you... press you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave that be. Please. But sincerely, you know, best wishes for all that you seek to do in the future, and to the rest of the guys and all of the people that work with you because they they are a very special bunch. So um, long may the success continue. And thank you so much for sharing uh, so much valuable stuff, information with us today. Thanks, Sandra. Appreciate that. Pleasure. Pleasure. That was another Sandro Forte podcast and David Ox. What a really fabulous guest and a nice guy too. Very nice. There are many more fantastic guests joining me over the coming weeks. So please make sure you subscribe if you want to pick up some great tips on success. Remember, you can now follow us on social media. Sandro's podcast, that's Sandro's with an S, don't forget, same on all channels. And we'd love to continue to hear your stories, your ideas, anecdotes, challenges, or whatever motivates you, or indeed, if you've got any suggestions as to potential guests, email me hello at sandrospodcast.com and please keep those reviews on iTunes coming so we know what you'd like more of in the future. Thank you.